0: But oftentimes what I'll do is I'll play this over different arpeggios as well. Like I might play this thing that I'm playing for you right now over a B minor. Because right there I see a B minor arpeggio sitting right here. So I might play it over G major, but I might also play it over B minor. Now this gets into like modal stuff and you know different kinds of things like that. But just understand that I try and see different things around there that I could use it for Um, So I don't necessarily have to just go and learn all kinds of different arpeggios. I might be able to use this same arpeggio for a number of different um, uses, right? So I might use this for my G major. And I might use it for B minor. Okay? And if we kind of look, we can also maybe use it. of tie it into a D major as well like I might come up this G major and right there because of that major seventh I might move up and tie that into a D major arpeggio up on top and do something like that too so look around and explore different things and of course if you're at work or you're at school or you're god knows what you're doing and you can't really work on this now. You can always come back to this later. You'll be able to watch it on um, on YouTube or Facebook or wherever and, uh, and check it out. And remember, if you get a chance, head over to guitarzoom.com and check out my guitar courses, all that kind of stuff. See if it's something that might help you as well. See how I tie those two in? So I might move up and start doing a D major arpeggio and then tie back in. into that again. So what's wonderful about this kind of playing is it gets you out of thinking about this all the time. Just playing things as scales and I'm not making fun of that. We most certainly need to learn how to do that. But oftentimes what happens with a lot of players is they do too much of that where we're just playing scales up and down. So arpeggios are a great way to break out of that to do something a little bit different. So see how I'm tying it into that D major up on top. drop back down. Now, I'm ending on a G, and if I was playing over a D, you know, I don't know that I would go to that G. I might go to something else, right? So, I just got to think about what I would go to, but um, hopefully that kind of makes sense. I'm going to show you something else here. I just want to see if I'm kind of caught up on... uh, (laughs) Looks good with stubble. Yeah, it's cold here, so I don't don't always shave when it gets cold out. Uh, Let's see here. Would a D major arpeggio go with this? Yeah, uh, that's what I just said. That's perfect. Awesome. Uh, Cool, cool, cool. John is here, Trisha's here, John Simons is here. Perfect, okay, awesome. So let's think about a couple other things that we could do with this. Another thing that I would do is obviously, because I'm in G major, a great way of being able to do this is to tie it into E minor, right? If you know anything about your theory, you know that G major also puts us in the key of E minor or E aeolian, which would be just fine. So what I could do is I could play this arpeggio and when I come off the top of it, I'll just tie it back into maybe an E minor scale or E minor pentatonic, whatever it is that you might be doing. You know, however you'd like to end it. So think about it. If you were playing an E minor, right, just, we've got some sort of an E minor. some sort of an arpeggio kind of sound. Now because I'm in E minor that doesn't mean that I might not move up and play like the D major arpeggio because again I'm not really worried about the harmony always working. Um, I'm more thinking about the shapes and whether or not they're compatible with the key that I'm in, if that makes sense. But i still got to find a way of tying back something like that to go back into e minor so i hope you're enjoying this episode so far and you're getting motivated to take your guitar playing to the next level please do me a favor and leave us a rating on apple podcasts it'll help the show grow and reach more rock stars like you who want to improve their guitar playing also i'd love to know what parts of the episode you liked as well as what you learned so please share this podcast and tag us at guitarzoom.com on your social post and now let's get back to the podcast just playing a regular kind of line, maybe. And then all of a sudden you want... That would sound great. Now, if you were in G major, you could do all of those same things, because we're in the same key, but we might want to be a little more aware of the um, the G major sound of it, right? So we come off obviously... Obviously, right there, I'm on G, right? To slide into anything or move anything to kind of make that sound a little more G major than E minor, but it would work either way. So that's something to think about. Just being able to take this and think about how you could use it over G major, how you could use it over E minor, and then let's look at B minor. So if I had B minor sitting, <laughs> B minor for me also equates to D major, E minor and uh, B minor and D major because they a relative major and minor. So if I was playing in B minor. <laughs> Well, right here, that's my that's my arpeggio, so it's sitting there doing just fine. The only difference here is normally when you play a B minor arpeggio, you might throw that F sharp on the bottom instead of G. Well, for me, it doesn't really make any difference because that first note that I'm playing is kind of irrelevant. It's, it's like just the start of this passage that's moving up. So I'm not putting any emphasis on the F-sharp or the G, it's just a place where I'm starting my pattern. So I'm okay with it still being G instead of it being F-sharp. Where when I was younger, that would have bothered me because I would be like, no, it should be F-sharp because that's what it's supposed to be. And I don't even think along those lines anymore. So when I play, right, and I might add in that as well. Or if it was uh, D major, then I'm thinking the D major sound. Do something like that with that as well. So using the same thing for G major and all the respective elements of G major, E minor, that sort of thing. Thinking of it as um, B minor and D major, okay, that's another great way of being able to do that. Uh, so there's just a lot of different uses that we can we can uh, utilize with this. So hopefully that makes sense to you and it's something that you can use. Again, I don't want to give you way too much to work on this week. It's every Monday I do these, so this way it'll just give you a little something to try and work with. Uh, looks like we're doing good. Uh, Nick says, will you or have done a lesson on amp setups? Somewhat, and I could certainly do more, um, but... Right now, you don't really get to see much of what I have for, like I have amps in front of me that I use for different things. But are arpeggios always needed for sweep picking? Well, sweep picking, Gil, yes, to a certain degree, because the whole point of sweep picking is you're doing single notes on a string. And if you're going to do single notes on a string, you're doing some form of an arpeggio by doing that. So hopefully that helps you a little bit. All right. So everybody take care. Uh, Have a great week. Remember, stay positive, keep practicing. If you get a chance, head over to guitarzoom.com and check out the guitar courses and such that I have available. Uh, Otherwise, keep practicing, and I'll see you again next Monday, all right? If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button.